Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Missing Pillar of Health podcast. I'm your host, Emma Roman, and this is episode 61. I'm going to do something a little bit different, and it's going to be a bit off the cuff. This was spurred by a post, a question from my Facebook group, the Green Product Forum. If you're not in the group yet, I highly recommend that you go over and check it out. It is full of amazing people who are super supportive, and it's a great way to join a community of others who are interested in creating healthier, greener homes. So there was a post where someone was asking, does anyone else get super self-conscious when talking to people about the things that they're doing to reduce or the things that you're doing to reduce toxins, especially when they react like you are, quote, extreme and weird, is how this poster was made to feel by others in her life. And I think this is such a common issue for people. And sometimes it manifests in different ways. In another form of this question is, What do I do when my spouse or my parents or my roommate or my best friend doesn't think toxins matter? They're kind of, they're different questions, but they're similar. And so I wanted to do an episode where I talk through some of the things that I think about when navigating toxics with other people who might not be very supportive. Now, I have done other episodes similar to this, and I will reference them along the way. But I'm going to dig into a few more things that I think are important when you are struggling with these issues yourself. Welcome to the Missing Pillar of Health podcast, the show that tackles the often misunderstood and underestimated topics related to toxins and their impact on our health and well-being. I'm your host, environmental engineer, mom of two, and founder of Green at Home, Emma Roman. My mission is to help you reduce toxins in your life without fear, judgment, or shame, so you can be more informed and empowered to take action on issues that matter to your health. The research is clear that toxic chemicals found in the products we use, food we eat, water we drink, and air we breathe are contributing to the rise of chronic illness, allergies, infertility, autoimmune disease, and more. The good news is you can reduce your exposure without having to drastically change your lifestyle, and I'm here to show you how. As Margaret Mead said, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. I believe addressing toxins is a critical step towards creating healthier and happier families, communities, and ultimately a better planet. And that starts right here, right now. Let's dive into today's show. Okay, so first of all, I think it's important to recognize that we don't have to teach everyone everything that we know about toxics. I find myself in conversation and people will be talking about some brand new product or I'll be in their house then that's, you know, got those plug-in room deodorizers. And I do have to kind of bite my tongue sometimes because... I want to share information, and I think it's so important that more people are aware. But I've started to operate more under the don't ask, don't tell kind of rule. And this is because not everyone is going to be receptive or open to learning what you know. And I think it's really important that we don't force this information on them. 
I think we can lead by example. And I'll talk about this a little bit more when it comes to people who are in your household or more directly impacting your own non-toxic house goals. But I think that the more that we can just demonstrate are what we are doing and you know we can make comments in passing like oh i've noticed you use this maybe it's dryer sheets let's use that as an example it's like oh i've noticed that you use dryer sheets do you find that it leaves a coating on your clothes and they don't last as long i switched to wool dryer balls a few years ago and really love them sometimes it can be really helpful to put yourself in their shoes to kind of let them know yeah, I was there too. And I learned this thing and I found this alternative that works really well. It's just a way to present it in a way that's not judgy or shamey. And it's not kind of forcing them into something. It's more just sharing information and passing. So I think that's one way to approach things when you're really passionate about toxics and you're passionate about wanting to help other people. That is one way that you can share the information in a way that may not feel threatening. Now, the other side of this is some people feel like other people's opinions or their buy-in to toxins impacts their ability to reach non-toxic house goals. And so I think the first question here is really to ask, what makes you feel like you need to to convince anyone else in order for you to meet your goals. If they really do have to be on board, then you're probably going to have to invest some time and energy to bring them along for the ride with you. Now, be careful that you don't put the expectation that you can kind of pull them along and they will catch up to where you are. Remember, you've started this journey before them. It's going to take some time. And so I think it's really important that the conversation starts with why it's important to you. Presumably, if this person's involvement in your life is essential for you to be able to reduce toxins in your home, then you likely have a relationship where what matters to you is going to mean something to them. So start, why, start with why this is important to you. And for some people, that will be enough. You know, I work with some clients whose partners aren't at the same place as they are in terms of understanding. They might not be as passionate about it, but they see their partner feel very certain that this is something that's important. And so they go along with them and that's all that they need. If that's you, that's wonderful. It makes things a lot easier, but you need to have that conversation first to find out. Now, that might not be enough for some people, depending on your relationship. So, if you can't move forward without it and the fact that it's important to you is not enough for them, then I think it's important then to ask, why do you think that you need their approval or participation? Is there a way that you can kind of work around it? Not in a slimy way, but can you just say, okay, we're not on the same page here. I can see that. I'm going to go forward with my goals anyways. In episode 52, I talked about some revelations that I had in dealing with my own anxiety. And when it comes to toxins, the innate human need to be part of a tribe, to be accepted and not cast off as an outsider, plays a huge role in our own self-doubt around toxins. 
So go and listen to that episode if you haven't already. But I think, you know, it's a certain part of our biology and we're programmed to raise mental alarm bells when we are feeling like we are being cast off as an outsider. And so recognizing this and kind of owning this and saying, okay, this is the sign that my body is taking from being talked down to or when somebody shows that they don't believe in the same things we do or that we doubt why we're doing things, our bodies can start to react in a way that's saying, uh-oh, we've got to get back on side here. We don't want to get kicked out. And so I think recognizing that and then kind of taking a deep breath and realizing, okay, is this situation really going to get me kicked out? Or is it something that is just making me feel uncomfortable because of that strong human desire and need to remain part of a community? Chances are you're not going to lose friends and family over this if those people are meaningful in your life in other ways. And so there are ways to approach it. So go listen to episode 52 because I think it will loop some of this conversation back into context for you. Now, as you're moving through your journey and learning about toxins and trying new products, as I said before, one of the best ways to help bring others on board is to quietly lead by example. And I see this with my clients and they'll send me messages like, oh my goodness, I cannot believe it, but my husband didn't buy new shampoo, he's just using mine. Or my husband cannot believe how well the water filter works and how better the water tastes or the shower, how much better his skin feels. So sometimes you just need to do it, not make a big deal about it and let them kind of catch up and realize that change isn't so bad after all. Now, if you're in the testing phase for products, you might want to use a different one for a while until you've found one that you really like. And this way, you don't bring them along the testing journey with you. Because if you're committed to reducing toxins and they're not, you're likely going to be more willing and able to put up with some trial and error. However, the trial and error may be a huge roadblock for somebody who doesn't get why it's important in the first place. So maybe you want to use a different dish soap for a while until the regular stuff that they're used to using runs out. And then they'll try the stuff you've been really enjoying and maybe they'll like it too. And then it becomes a non-issue. You can also try listening to particularly eye-opening podcasts or documentaries while they're in earshot. I've had several people say that their spouse heard something that made them think differently. And it's easier to listen to an outsider sometimes than your own partner when it comes to making big changes. So lean on other people to be sharing this information. And again, you can make suggestions like, hey, I found this podcast or this documentary or whatever really helpful. You might want to check it out. Or if they're not likely to do it on their own, like I said, you can just have it on in the background while they're around and they might pick up something interesting. Now, there will be some things that you just have to set your boundaries on and you may not be able to have these sorts of longer conversations and slower drawn out processes to try to get other people on board. For me, my boundaries were my kids. There were certain things that I just had a hard no to. It didn't matter to me if 
my family and friends were on board. It was here are my limits and here's what's going to happen. Like if they give certain things for presents, for example. Episode 12 was a great conversation that I had with a guest on having hard conversations. And so if it's something that you struggle with, that is another one that's worth listening to. I think communication is key. And whether you feel like your kind of mission is to educate people and you just want to share as much information as possible, or whether you are trying to bring others along for the ride with you, I think it's important to recognize that you do not have to add layers of justification or scientific evidence or anything else that will bring them to where you are at. You can just have boundaries because they're your boundaries and you don't need to justify those to anyone. I think we try to explain ourselves and sometimes talk more than we need to. And this is especially true if you are really grounded in what your boundaries are. If you are still in a place where you're not so sure how important it is to you. And so sometimes it's a bit of a cathartic process where you're talking out loud, not necessarily to get the other person on board, but more to get out of your own head. That process can be really helpful if you're talking to somebody who isn't going to drag you down, who isn't going to pull you away from the goal that you set, and who isn't going to use this as kind of proof that you're not sure yourself, so none of this matters. And this is actually why I set up my program, The Healthy Home Collective, as a membership that comes with coaching opportunities with me. Because sometimes being able to have that conversation with somebody who isn't directly invested in your house or your life, but is an expert in the things that you are trying to achieve, can help you get out of your head sooner. If you would like to learn more about working with me in the collective, you can check it out at greenathome.ca forward slash collective. If you're going to start having these conversations that you realize you're doing it to kind of get out of your own head, I would do it with somebody who isn't already pushing back on your non-toxic goals. I would work on getting really clear for what your goals are first so that you don't overshare. And I have another episode actually that talks more about planning your home detox and that's episode 51. And that takes you through the very foundation of getting clear on why you want to do it in the first place. And I find that without that, any conversation with people who are doubters or naysayers or flat out pushing back against you and not making you feel very good it's missing that foundation that is going to make those conversations so much harder. So I hope that helped. A little short kind of off the top of my head conversation about what's going on when we feel like we're the only ones in this and we feel, to use the words from that original Green Product Forum post, extreme and weird. So know that you are not extreme and weird. You don't owe it to anybody to explain why or how you want to reduce toxins in your home and ultimately your body. It matters. It's important. And if you're still on your research journey, go back and listen to all of the past podcast episodes, really, because we talk a lot about the science and different elements of how this matters and how 
it is wrapped up in so many other elements of our health, but know that it matters. And I hope that this gives you some ideas and maybe some strength to have these conversations in a more productive and meaningful way without sacrificing your own mental health in the process. Let me know if this resonates. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Emma underscore Green at Home. Join the Green Product Forum Facebook group and continue the conversation there. I would love, love, love to hear from you. Have a good one. I do hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you over in my free Facebook group. It's a great place to get feedback from over 4,000 super supportive members and where I share bonus trainings and content to help make your healthy home journey easier. Just type green product forum in the search bar in Facebook or head into the show notes where you'll find all the places you can find me online. Until next time, have a great day.